I've always wondered with this story about why it was particularly when Zechariah names the child that it's that he that he receives his speech again, because if we remember, we should have had this gospel a few days ago when um, the angel appeared to Zechariah and gave him the promise that he would he would bear a child that Elizabeth would fall pregnant. Um, but then at that moment, he's also struck dumb and he can't speak. So I wonder what his patience was like and even what he expected. I wonder whether we get a little bit of what the angel said, but I wonder whether the angel said, okay, well, this is what's going to happen and all of this, and then you're going to be able to speak again when you name the child at the eighth day when he's circumcised. Or whether Zechariah was perhaps thinking, okay, well, I've... I've I've received the news and then we've gone and conceived and then maybe I'll get my speech back then, which might have been, you know, a week or a few weeks later. But then no, his speech didn't come back. And then he's waited for the whole nine months wondering when on earth is the Lord going to give me my speech back. And yes, of course, the, the Lord's fulfilling his promise. He's allowed them to conceive. And then he's allowed the child to be born. So yes, praise the Lord. Uh, the promise is being fulfilled. But John is still, Zechariah, sorry, is still no doubt waiting. When am I going to be able to speak again? How am I going to name the child if I can't speak? Uh, then it's, it's kind of the fulfillment of his faithfulness to what the angel had asked him to do in naming the child John. That then, because he has to struggle through doing it through a writing tablet and convince them that that's what he wants, that then he receives his, um, his speech again. And we see that through that process of patience, through receiving the promise of the Lord initially and then um, acting on it and walking in the, that path that God had put before him, um, he had grown to have an attitude of praise in his heart because it says, says to us here, um, his power of speech returned and he spoke and praised God straight away. The first thing that he wants to do um, once he gets his voice back is to lift it up to the Lord. Now, with Zechariah, often when the Lord works in our lives, we don't exactly know all of the game plan of how it's going to unfold, of the order in which things are going to happen. Um, perhaps we see a promise or we see something that God's calling us to, but then there's all these little steps and decisions that we have to make. And there's this interplay that we see in Zechariah's story where, yes, he's received the promise first, but then he had to go and respond. And then there's this waiting on the Lord and there's this continued faithfulness. So we, we listen and we respond. So there's the faith as well as the faith being in action, but it's, there's always a, a trust and a patience involved. But we hope that if we're doing that with a heart truly open to what the Lord is offering us, uh, truly open to where he's leading us, that when our patience is fulfilled or ceased at the end, that like Zechariah, we'll be able to open our lips and praise the Lord at the end of that. Um, I, I think it relates to, there's a line in our first reading from the prophet Malachi that says, the, the Lord you are seeking will suddenly enter his temple, which is of course speaking about Jesus um, coming into the world. But that suddenness of God's grace is, it's not always expected when he's going to turn up, when he's going to move, um, even when God's promised that he's going to fulfill something in some way, um, when exactly that's going to come to fruition. So it always involves that faithfulness um, and that patience of trusting the Lord and listening to him as we walk that path.
And as this is the invitation and the prayer, today I want to point your attention to our psalm, which I think is a beautiful expression of this heart of a disciple, of, of how we can pray to the Lord and how we can um, invite his guidance. The psalmist says, Lord, make me know your ways and teach me your paths. Make me walk in your truth and teach me. So there's this profession of faith that, yes, yes, Lord, you, you have... Um, you know, my good, and you are leading me on the right path. But give, give me the faith to trust in you and give me the courage to take the steps as well. Because the Lord is good and upright. He shows the path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path, the humble who are able to listen to him and follow him at each step. So let's be open to God showing us his ways. Um, God showing us his ways that we may walk in faithfulness to that and that we may walk into the fulfillment of the promises that he has given to us.